Hi again, everybody. This is Vince Catronio. Most recently, here in the month of May, our community spotlights featured Amanda Diekman, wife of A's reliever Jake Diekman, discussing their Gutted Out Foundation and World IBD Day to focus on the issues for those who suffer from irritable bowel disease, a condition Jake has had since he was 10 years old. She explains their passion for using the platform of Major League Baseball to unite and inform the community of those who suffer daily from the disease and give you opportunities on how you can be a part of the program. And we also visited with Monique August, the executive director of the Northern California USO, a group that covers over 100,000 square miles in Northern California and provides services to over 55,000 active military and their family in the area. And they also have an opportunity for you to join in on things like the four on the fourth run coming up and other ways that you can donate and participate with USO. Remember, our community spotlights air every Wednesday pregame on AceCast, and all interviews in our community spotlight can be heard in their entirety on athletics.com slash AceCast. Welcome to another edition of our Community Spotlight. This week we get a chance to visit with Amanda Diekman. She's the wife of the A's left-hand reliever, Jake Diekman. Together they have had the Gutted Out Foundation for several years, and today is a special day for them because May 19th is World IBD Day, which of course stands for Inflammatory Bowel Disease, something that uh, Jake has dealt with since he was a youngster, since he was 10 years old, with the ulcerative colitis that eventually forced a surgery for him while he was pitching in the major league. So today it's a big deal because Stanford Medicine through the Maternal and Child Health Research Institute are willing to put together a grant to research structural racism, social injustice, and health disparities within the IBD community. And we visited with Amanda this week about this. And first, what the hope is initially, again, Jake was 10 years old when it first was uh, diagnosed with him and what he wants for the kids and how important it is for them to go from a pediatric point of view. When Jake was diagnosed, it's something that can be awkward to talk about, can be embarrassing to talk about, especially for kids. I mean, it's surrounding, for lack of a better word, poop. Mm. Um, And so when he was a kid, there was nobody that he knew of or that anyone was talking about or looking up to or anything like that. And so he just decided uh, when he came out public with his story, I believe it was in 2015, um, that he wanted to base it around kids because he really wanted to be able to connect with kids and let them know that, look, it doesn't have to hold you back. It doesn't have to stop you. Um, and you can reach the highest level of whatever your dreams and goals are. And there is no cure for IBD or IBS, um, which we didn't necessarily want to focus on because I think there's a lot of different organizations out there that do focus on research for a cure. For us, it's more about the community and connection and the resources. Over the past several years, Jake and Amanda, through the Gutted Out Foundation, have hosted a lot of families at various baseball parks around the country, a chance to come on out and just relax and have a good time, tell their stories, and a chance to meet Jake and find out that he's one of them. And for these kids to get an opportunity to do something that's very important, and that is just enjoy their childhood as they deal with this very difficult disease. It's really cool. I mean, the kids show up so shy at first and still not really wanting to talk about it. They're more in for the baseball experience. And then it's just so cool to see them open up by the end of it. And, you know, Jake does um, as many questions as they want to ask and to be answered and to show. And by the end, they're all talking and they're all sharing their stories and their scars and this and that. And we've had so many parents, you know, come up to us 
in tears just saying they never thought that they would see them be open like that or be able to be excited about life and know that it's not holding them back and it's not embarrassing and, you know, to have somebody that they can say, well, this guy has it too, you know, has has been really cool. For Jake, he's been dealing with this again since he was a kid, since he was 10 years of age. He grew up in Nebraska, became a professional player in baseball, reached the major leagues, and now he's a role model as well for these young kids because here's somebody that is dealing with the same issues that they have been begun to deal with. And how important is that for Jake in, in the words of Amanda to be considered as a role model? He's a shy guy. He's more of an introvert until you get to know him. And I think that's why he's such a straight shooter because he's a man of few words sometimes. (laughs) Um, And it's cool to see him open up to people as well, because I remember when we first started dating and he was, he had gotten really sick and this was maybe a month into us dating. And I didn't know anything about that. He had anything going on. And I had made a comment, you know, to him about his jeans being too big or something and not knowing what he was actually going through. And to hear him talk about it, I could just tell that it was something that was an insecurity of his and just a proud moment to see him do something good in the community and really be into sharing about it to help somebody else. As the Gutted Out Foundation continues to grow, they're trying to get $50,000 in grants and that will go towards Stanford Medicine with what they're trying to accomplish in terms of the research for structural racism, social injustice, and health disparities within the IBD community. And uh, talking with Amanda about this, the Gutted Out Foundation, something that's been with them since they've been together, how they got started, what's the genesis of it, and how important is it them to use different fundraising techniques to have some fun and bring some money into this avenue? How this all started was with the T-shirts. Um, when Jake was with the Phillies and he came out about his illness, um, And we created a red gutted out shirt. Um, Gutted out has been his personal mantra that he has followed through his ups and downs of his illness um, because it is in your gut. And so gutted out comes from just gutting out those tough times and those tough situations, especially for him as an athlete at the highest level. Um, So we came out with a red shirt. It just had a baseball and it said gutted out on it. Um, And it wasn't until 2017 when he went through all his surgeries that We had a lot of time on our hands because we weren't, he wasn't traveling and, you know, he was recovering and he had three surgeries that year. They were all 12 weeks apart and really, really tough times. And he was just like, I can't just sit here. Let's, let's do something. I want to do something. And so we decided to create the Gutted Out Foundation. And even before then, every year, no matter what team he was with, we came out with a new shirt and he happens to jump around quite a bit. So it turned out that we've made quite a bit of shirts, um, at least going off of the team's colors at the time. Um, So this year we finally have another shirt coming out. Um, It is more of a neutral design because, like I said, he jumps around a lot. He is left-handed, as you know. Yes, I do. (laughs) Um, And so he just decided like, let's do something more neutral that we can kind of make last a little bit longer because I swear every time we come out with a new shirt, he gets traded. (laughs) We don't want that Um, to happen. I know. And people love to collect them and it's fun for them. Um, So this shirt is black and white, but it does have a little nod to the Oakland uh, tree design um, in the background. So those shirts are coming out in June. I'm not a hundred percent if we've announced a date yet, but just want to get everybody excited about that, especially those who 
wear the shirt and collect the shirt. And those funds raised will also go to that Stanford Medicine grant. So an opportunity for you to help raise funds with Jake and Amanda, you can go to pledgeit.org slash gutitout2021. Pledgeit.org slash gutitout2021. Our thanks to Amanda Diekman. It is time once again for our Community Spotlight. It's our weekly Wednesday segment here on A's Cast, where we bring you inside the community with those that are helping us make it be a better place. And this week, it's Monique August. She's the executive director of the USO for Northern California. And, of course, they, like so many others that are working to improve our community, had some challenges, and she explains what they've had to do pivoting through the COVID crisis. Um, well, as you know, there was limited resources during that time, um, and the military uh, needed that support. Everything, just like civilians, they needed support with PPE. Um, they needed support with uh, meals and nutrition, water, you know, that kind of stuff. Um, and they're out in the fields. They're deployed, um, and their families are back at home. So their spouses also had children at home, um, like the rest of us, um, but they had their loved ones somewhere else. Uh, we had service members who... Um, we're supposed to come back home, but with COVID, we're delayed. Um, so making sure that they felt supported, um, families that were going under, um, that were moving, permanent change of station, um, that some of that, I, some of that was delayed. Their items are delayed. Um, so getting them support, love, and making sure that they knew that the American public was around them, supporting them throughout this time, and especially while they're still on duty. Um, you know, securing our country as well as supporting us domestically, uh, whether it's, you know, with the COVID-19 clinics or the vaccinations, you know, all of that. So quite a few of challenges, but, you know, with the help of our community, we were able to secure resources to make sure our military and their families felt supported throughout the region. So, you know, thank you everyone for still pitching in and helping us, even though everyone was having challenging times, the American public really came together for our military. As many of us have traveled throughout the course of uh, the past several years and you're in an airport, you probably saw a USO travel center there. Well, there's something that's brand new at SFO that's uh, also providing some comforts for those in the military, the new center for the USO at SFO. And Monique explains uh, the excitement of having that available to those members of the military from the Bay Area. And we were so excited. Even through COVID, we were able to open a brand new center at San Francisco International Airport with the help of airport and our partners. It's a first class lounge for military and their families. Um, it has all the amenities, a dedicated family room, um, a sleeping lounge, gaming area, just everything that you can think of to make sure that they feel comforted and supported while they wait for those long flights, while they're waiting for loved ones, uh, that sort of stuff. So want to make sure that, you know, regardless of what's happening, that they had some place where they can rest their heads, get a bite to eat and just network. Uh, with their fellow service members, as well as our wonderful volunteers. Um, so we were able to open that center through COVID, through the ups and downs, the opens and the reopens, but it's, it's fully open now, welcoming our guests and the military travelers. One thing about the USO, they provide a connection between uh, the military and their community. That's something that's very important. And Monique talks about what that means from their standpoint, from the side of the USO, when they're able to bring smiles and comforts to members of the military that are from Northern California? Um, first of all, from the community, it feels awesome to know that we're behind our military. Um, even something simple as handing them a sandwich uh, that thanks 
that they give us um, and just wanting to know that someone is there for them. There's lots of stories of folks that may have been stranded, uh, flights canceled, whatever the case may be. And they're just looking for someone to relate to as well as just to comfort them and being able to support those, you know, spouses as they're coming in, bags, children, everything in tow, service members somewhere else that, you know, they don't know what's happening, uh, but being able to give them a moment of comfort and a moment of peace. Um, during these challenging times, being able to support that service member uh, while they're on the front lines, you know, whether they're delivering vaccinations or supporting those with COVID-19, um, being able to give them a rest point and just seeing the relief on their face, um, you would not believe. That's all the thanks that we could ever need. Um, our USO team members and our community partners all come together. Um, and that's the greatest effort is to know that we're all there to support them. And the fact that even a simple hot dog means the world to them. Stuff we take for granted every day, um, it just means the world. And you would just not believe when you see the the love coming from their faces as they're picking up that drink or as they're, you know, playing a board game at a center. Um, it's just the greatest feeling in the world. One thing Monique really wants to stress, for those that want to get involved with USO and uh, provide some uh, opportunities for uh, comforts for members of the military around the globe, What's so important for them, as it turns out, is having a piece of home being delivered to them brings a huge smile to them, no matter where they are in our world today. There's nothing our service members love to see more than local stuff, local people, local, you know, anything. So anytime um, we have opportunities to send out uh, local things to our service members over overseas, um, no matter where they're serving, whether it's, you know, Oakland A's pack or, you know, just something from the Bay Area specifically, um, they love it. Um, and so being able to really, you know, give them, that's what we call giving them a touch of home. Because um, again, these are things that, you know, they have great pride in America. They have great pride in their individual cities that they're from, their teams, um, everything. And they just, they just love anything that we can provide. The thank you notes, you know, we have communities who write thank you notes and things like that. Um, and that always helps just to, you know, let them know that, hey, we're out there, we're thinking of you. Um, like you said, a lot of people do know us for the Bob Hope shows. We still do the entertainment um, component. Uh, you know, a lot of younger folks don't know who Bob Hope is necessarily, but, you know, that's, you know, uh, but, you know, so they do have, you know, the modern entertainers as well. And even through COVID, we're able to bring it to them virtually um, with this, you know, whole, you know, there, there's a lot that we all know happened in COVID, but I'd say one of the good things is it really expanded the USO to provide these virtual programs, um, provide these virtual connections, um, even locally and abroad, um, being able to bring them our local uh, heroes, our you know teams. Um, we've had a lot of great entertainers, celebrities, baseball, just from the whole community come in, uh, messages of thanks, as well as do some small intimate sessions. Um, you know, with our service members, um, we've done you know virtual baby showers and um, guest speakers, and uh, and that helps to bring the touch of home as well. Um, so that's another way that our you know, our local heroes have participated and supported our service members as well. That is Monique August. She's the executive director of USO Northern California. You can hear the entire interview, including ways that you can donate and participate, including their four on the fourth run coming up on July 4th. And you'll hear that on athletics.com slash AceCast. This has been a presentation of the Oakland Athletics.